0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Do, do, do,
1: do, 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 do. The price is right. Uh, oh, hi! Bob here, live, not pre recorded. I'm really here. I'm really here live with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase of the Week in honor of the Hawaiian volcano goddess Pele. It is my favorite hibiscus soap, literally called Bob's Favorite Hibiscus Soap from BubbleGenius.com. These hand soaps come in the form and fragrance of Hawaii's famous hibiscus flowers. They look tropical, they smell like Hawaii, and, and, and they massage your hands while you wash. Get a three-pack of Bob's Favorite Hibiscus Soap for just eight bucks, only at BubbleGenius.com, and you don't have to worry about any stray lava flows in your backyard. Okay. On today's show, Buzz Burbank from Buzz Burbank News and Comment. Go and subscribe to his podcast, Why Don't You? Also, we're going to be talking about, oh, the Iran deal. Uh, Apparently, at some point during today's show, Donald Trump will pull out of the Iran deal. Spoiler. (laughs) Also going to be talking about Eric Schneiderman. Fuck you, Eric Schneiderman. That's all I have to say about that, just by way of a preview. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about Melania Trump and be best, whatever the hell that means. All right. Without any further ado, let the cartoons begin.
0: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is The Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
2: Eh, what are you doing, detective? What are you doing talking to my client without me present? You sneaky Pete. <laughs> What'd you say to Babyface, huh? did would you say anything stupid? By anything stupid, I mean anything at all. We'll talk about it later. Right now, you out. Ten minutes ago. Go on. There are laws, detective. Have your kindergarten teacher read them to you, right? Go grab a juice box. Have a nap. Go on. All right. Who do we have? Uh,
1: Brandon Mayhew.
2: Brandon Mayhew. Ah, here we go. Public masturbation. What? I don't get it. What's the kick? Why don't you do it at home like the rest of us with a big flat screen TV, 50 channels, of pay-per-view in a Starbucks. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me, man. I. Are... I was the guy who was selling meth, allegedly. Okay, all right, I got you. Meth, right. I'm sorry, that was a little transpositional error. Nothing a little whiteout can't take care of. Yeah, and uh, felony quantity. Just barely. Yeah, just barely. The cops around here are like butchers. Always got their thumbs on the scales, you know. But good luck arguing that in court. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me get down to brass tacks. I'm going to get you a second phone call. Okay, you're going to call your mommy or your daddy or your parish priest or your Boy Scout leader, and they're going to deliver me a check for $4,650. I'm going to write that down on the back of my business card, okay? And I need that cashier's check or a money order. doesn't matter. Actually, uh, I want it in a money order. And uh, make it out to Ice Station Zebra Associates. That's my loan out. It's uh, totally legit. It's done just for tax purposes. And after that, we can discuss Visa or MasterCard, but definitely not... American Express, so don't even ask, all right?
0: Bob Ain't shit, Bob! The Bob Seska Show!
1: God damn it! From our nation's capital, hello, oh, that was loud. It is Tuesday, May 8, 2018, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I, of course, am Bob. Hello, how are you? Hello,
0: Bob. Um,
1: we're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It is the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Find the most interesting lawyer in the world at BowenLawgroup.com or just click Bo Bowen's picture with his old-timey telephone on the podcast page. Go into it right now. Uh, way too many things to talk about, as always. Uh, and we're going to actually have some breaking news on the show today. I'm pretty certain of it, but I'm also pretty certain that we know exactly what that breaking news is going to be. So let's bring him in right now. I'm afraid so. It's TV's Buzz Burbank sitting right over there. How are you, Bob? Thank
0: you, Bob. First of all, I want to say I've already learned something on today's show. I did not know that Michael Cohen doesn't take American Express. <laughs> Do <laughs> you think he's got his own loan out, Ice Station Zebra? Something like that, don't you think? And yeah. then uh, we have to say up front today that Bob and I have agreed to do today's show, but we may pull out of that agreement at any time. <laughs> so we're just giving you a heads up on that. For, for, for as long as we're here, we'll be best.
1: Yeah, and and you know, we've been hearing lately, Buzz, that uh, that it might have been Donald Trump who Michael Cohen helped out with that abortion. <laughs> with the $1.6 million payment and then an abortion on top of that instead of uh, Elliot Broidy. Right. That it was right. it was Trump and not Broidy that was paid off, which shows that Trump doesn't always pull out of things. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to find out whether or not Trump pulls out of the Iran deal today. But we already kind of know, don't we? We already know. We do, truth.
0: yeah. Sources have uh, from uh, France have informed us that uh, President Macron, uh, your president and mine, Emmanuel <laughs> Macron, <laughs> yeah. has... Uh, uh, has as uh, you know let it slip that uh, trump has told him that uh, you, the us is in fact pulling out of the deal this was expected i was holding out hope i thought well there's a chance mm. you know he he likes to occasionally pull the fast one Maybe uh, he'll do that this time. That wasn't the case. Uh, And as you and I have discussed uh, prior to today's show, uh, this was done for his base. Yeah. And or is being done for his base. Yeah. uh, In spite of flying in the face of advice from military experts and from intelligence experts and from diplomatic experts. Uh, you know, we can talk about all of those things at at some length.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is uh, obviously Trump's ongoing plan to disappear the entire Obama presidency. Both, you know, both terms, all eight years. He wants to basically erase it as if it never happened. He's using one of those uh, men in black flashy things to basically make sure that nothing remains, no memory, no trace of the Obama years now that he's president.
0: Well, that's that's exactly true. And what he may or may not realize and or care about yeah. is the fact that this destroys the U.S. chances for a successful negotiation with North Korea or any other country. This destroys this decision to yeah. pull out of this agreement on which the world agrees. Uh, Trump's decision to pull out to please his angry base is 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 exactly that. I mean, it's it's done for that purpose and mm-hmm. and with no regard to what it will do to uh, deals we make with our own allies. Yeah, the yeah. entire world now knows that the U.S., when entering into an agreement, cannot be trusted to continually yeah. honor that agreement. Donald Trump has threatened this sort of damage to our democracy, to our republic before, mm-hmm. and now he's committed it. Now it's the damage has been done, uh, kids. The U.S. is no longer, as of today, a world leader. Uh, th- the fall began with the Paris Climate Accord. This mm-hmm. seals the deal. Yep, yep. Well, he, not
1: only does he not understand the full long-term ramifications of doing what he's about to do, but I don't think he really understands the actual deal itself. I bet he, I, I would wager oh, a, I mean, I'd truly. wager an entire month's salary on the idea that Donald Trump couldn't tell you, uh, without a script what the Iran deal is all about. He's just using the Iran right. deal as scare words. It's another bumper sticker right. line that he can use exactly. that enrages all of the Red Hats, and they get screaming, they get they get angry. Oh, the Iran and, deal. And none of them know what it actually means. And
0: he needs a victory, and he needs a distraction right now. As yep. long as he can keep pins in the air as a juggler, uh you won't watch maybe the man himself <laughs> right and it's it's
1: one forty two p m Eastern time right now as we record the now one forty three now he's mm-hmm. supposed to announce his decision in the Rose garden at two. But he may right. be a little late, so it may be Probably. somewhere around there. So sometime in the next half hour, we may get a sense we're going to be monitoring Twitter as we talk, or at least try to, and uh, and then we'll bring that decision to you as we have it, because, of course, we don't want this show to have, like, a two-second shelf life. Even before we're done, the show <laughs> potentially could be completely out of date, which is something we've been contending with right. for quite some time now, where as soon as we finish recording, that show, the expiration date of that show suddenly arrives, and then it's rotting in the fridge.
0: It's just a a mess. And so we're going to try to get this in as we go. Can we talk either now or then about uh, the implications of this, what this actually means uh, and, and, you know, in terms of what we can expect from Iran in the future and that yeah. sort of thing.
1: Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's important because w- what we're looking at now is uh, it's just a matter of basic math. It's like what Rachel Maddow has been saying all along now, which is that, you know, the, one of the things that the Trumpers have been screaming about with regard to the Iran deal is that it expires after a certain period of time. And then they say, well, Iran's going to just after that point in time, after that deadline, they're just going to immediately start producing nuclear weapons. Well, if you pull out of the Iran deal and you start sanctioning them again, the time in which they'll start producing nuclear weapons will be right now. So it's, you know, it's like as right. Rachel's been saying zero is less than 10. Wrong. Zero right. years is sooner than 10 years. And even then at the 10 year mark, that doesn't necessarily mean that the deal goes away and everything poof vanishes in and, midair. And-
0: And the hope was for a better world by then. I mean, it's almost put down the road for that reason to a certain extent, to see if Iran could be brought around. Well, that hasn't worked out too well uh, under the Trump administration. Here are what I see as here's the most encouraging thing, I think, at this point, and that is uh, we have heard Iran say that it will continue to honor the deal with the other countries, Woe to the United States for doing this, that the U.S. will pay a price for this. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm hearing from Iran is that it wants to continue the nuclear deal. So just because the U.S. pulls out doesn't mean it goes away. Know also that although production, uh, the continuation of production of nuclear weapons for Iran could begin today, it, it I, we, I, we don't know that it will, first of all, and if it were to do so, uh, the best estimates I've seen so far say it would take about a year. Uh, yet they were only months away at the start of the agreement. Mm-hmm. At this point, to restart, it's going to take them a year. Yeah, and uh, apparently they still have enough weapon, uh, enough plutonium that they could convert to weapons grade plutonium uh, <laughs> uh, to produce seven. Nuclear warheads by the end of that year. Yeah, uh, and and but yeah, it, it's that is shit. still less than ten, less than seven. Shit, shit, shit. Well, I mean, but yeah. I but I hope they stay in, and I hope the other countries honor it, and I hope uh, the next president should be along in a minute now. Uh, we'll we'll'll we'll get us back in
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, there's a, entirely a, a possibility there in terms of actually stepping back into it if another administration comes along but, but I doubt right. it's going to be the Pence administration that no, won't happen, no, but certainly no. after twenty twenty it's entirely possible that we jump back in if there isn't some catastrophic disaster using nuclear weapons somewhere in the middle east but the other the other possibility in all of this is that the reason we're pulling out is to create a pretext, to create an excuse to torment Iran to the point where uh, fulfilling John Bolton's wet yeah. dreams is that we right. actually end up uh, engaging in regime change in the Middle East again. Operation oh, and, Persian oh, and, oh, Freedom, oh, what? or whatever it's called. Oh, and and
0: some war, if you don't mind, says yeah. John Bolton.
1: Yeah, yeah well, that's a, yeah, it's exactly what I'm talking about. We're going right. to go and invade. We're going to start bombing alleged nuclear sites and all that. And Iran itself... Might be motivated enough to pull out of the deal with the other countries that are involved in it too, because it's not just the United States and Iran; it's a bunch of other allied countries as well. Right. And right. so, uh, if if we end up tormenting them enough, and it becomes like NATO versus Iran, then then they will uh, then they'll get scared, and then they'll start uh, then they'll start producing nuclear weapons in earnest. Even at that point, if they haven't already, uh, they'll start. My, doing my it feeling
0: now. today is this is not good, not good at all. Uh, but I still feel that, because you know me, I still feel there's a little hope. Yeah, uh, I, I still feel that Iran may uh, stick to their word and, and uphold a deal with the other nations involved, including our European allies mm-hmm. and, and other world powers. Uh, and if that happens, you know, once again, the United States becomes irrelevant in that particular discussion just as it has become irrelevant in the world's discussion of climate change
1: so we'll see we'll see what happens i i think we're gonna i think we have a good sense of what's uh what's gonna mm-hmm. go down here yeah. in, a, in about a half an hour and it's you know, again, it's, none of this is gonna be good for the United States. In fact, everything that Trump has been doing is damage to the United
0: States. We all know yeah. this. The and main so, thing being the main thing being the, this country has lost its standing. Yeah. That we can never again be trusted by any nation, including allies.
1: Yeah, exactly. What did you tweet earlier? You said something about the the art of the deal, the art of the deal yeah. including pulling. Yeah.
0: I, I put I put art in gentle quotes, <laughs> uh, but the art of the deal, apparently, is pulling out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: right. Pulling out of anything yeah. that uh uh, would damage our, our reputation abroad anything that would uh, trigger the production of nuclear weapons maybe a nuclear confrontation <laughs> in the middle east that's the art of the deal I got a
0: I got a funny response I love funny people somebody responded you're new here aren't you <laughs> 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 I enjoyed that
1: uh, shit well you know what okay uh, I want to uh, talk about Eric Schneiderman here and we'll come back to yeah. Iran I'm sure as we uh, as we move along here on the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know as I said at the top of the show fuck you Eric Schneiderman Jesus god I mean We're talking about this guy as an ace in the hole in the Mueller investigation, if things fall apart with Mueller, if things fall apart, if we don't get the results that we've been hoping for, if Mm -hmm. Trump somehow continues to walk between the raindrops and and escapes uh, without harm, without any uh, negative remarks about obstruction of justice handed down to Rod Rosenstein, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, now that all goes away because Eric Schneiderman can't, you know, can't keep his hands off of women, namely apparently strangling them in a violent in, way, yeah, slapping, slapping. yeah, hard, hard,
0: slapping them hard, yeah. punching them, threatening, uh, stra- to a, pinning them, pinning it, them to the floor, uh, strangulation, yeah, all yeah,
1: right. and when they threaten to go public, he threatens them uh, back with some sort of surveillance and uh, prosecution, possibly, just oh, f- uh, fucking hell. Yeah, horrendous, yeah. horrendous, horrendous, and just at the wrong time. And not only yes, is right. it bad strategically in terms of having that, like I said, like having that ace in the hole in terms well, of the entire uh, uh, Russia we'll investigation. We'll see. Yeah. 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 Or even the, the Cohen investigation happening in the Southern Southern District mm-hmm. of New York. Right. Uh, right. That Again, that goes entirely away. We end up with maybe no one as a stopgap, although it is possible that and, you know, a lot of people are talking. That uh, Preet Bharara should run for that post, or some other people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I would love that. I've heard, I've even heard Hillary's name mentioned. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I, I first of all, I, there's so many things not to worry about here, from what I've read. Uh, first of all, this is a horrible, horrible thing that has happened. Uh, but but it's really more horrible for Schneiderman than it is for us. Yeah. And and here's why. Uh, he, there's still a New York Attorney General's office, and in still a staunchly blue state with a with a democratic legislature and a democratic governor And those investigations and those lawsuits uh, dealing with various aspects of Trump world Mm -hmm. do not go away with the absence. We, We have to be careful not to pin our hopes on individuals and put more faith instead in institutions. And those institutions are still there and those investigations are still there and they will continue. As for the Southern District of New York, those are federal prosecutors. So no effect there whatsoever. Now, from a PR standpoint... This is bad for us. Uh, But maybe not for very long, because Schneiderman quit very quickly and sure the Republicans are having their fun right now gotcha tweets Kellyanne Conway <laughs> Fuck uh, sure they they're having they're having their fun now but it, it honestly can't last long especially in Trump world mm-hmm. where things keep turning over so that distraction though the constant incoming distraction may this time work to our favor in that sense uh, again the thing about Schneiderman it's it's horrible it it, it was heartbreaking and I was downtrodden at first uh, until I had a chance to do some reading and do some thinking about it and decided, you know what, the institutions are still there. Certainly the Me Too movement is going to go on strong, maybe stronger than ever. Uh, and, And really, ultimately, other than a PR problem with people who didn't like the investigation to begin with... Uh, I think we're still on track investigation-wise,
1: and you know, your cup half full on this show, and I <laughs> yeah, am yeah, cu- yeah. Cu- cup empty. Well, and, and one of my <laughs> first thoughts was, "Oh <laughs> fuck!" What, you know, what if Robert Mueller is next? You know, what if yeah, what yeah. if this had been Robert Mueller? And and so you know, I keep thinking. And this was my first reaction. Obviously, I was off base in my first reaction. Just internally, just thinking and thinking it over in my head. You know, I thought, well, is this Russia? Is this some sort of active measure? I mean, the, the, the timing and the person itself, uh, Eric Schneider. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, I read the article, and it, it, it seems plausible to me that all of these things went down. And then I saw his first statement on Twitter, and I go, "Well, he's definitely, he's definitely what these women are, are accusing him of." Right, right. And, and, but this at the same,
0: but, case.
1: But at the same time it doesn't keep me from just panicking over the idea that you know given the surprise element in all of this given that so many men have been caught up in this Mm -hmm. in this web and and rightfully so but i just kept thinking jesus christ i hope i hope robert Mueller has kept his
0: nose clean and by nose i mean something else over the last (laughs) over the last 30 years at least I, I, boy, you know, you just don't know anymore. Bob and I could be axe murderers for all (laughs) you people know. Well, Uh, and and because what we've learned is, you don't really know. You just, you don't. You you can have a gut instinct. My gut instinct is that Mueller's okay. I. Never really spent any time studying Schneiderman, and if I'd studied his face, I might have seen it, but then again, I might not have. I do not see it in Robert Mueller. I just yeah. don't, you yeah. know? And and at his age, uh, well, I mean, not that that proves anything. It certainly didn't with George H.W. Bush, but—, but after considering his long career in the Marine Corps and in law enforcement, yeah. uh, and all the people with whom he has come in contact uh, professionally over the years, this, uh, you know, I, we haven't heard anything yet. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, there's something about the man that screams integrity to me. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. They will and are going after him. Hell, there, they, you know, and I don't have names to back this up, but I have on my desktop here uh, a, a news article about efforts to dig up dirt on one of the backers, on two of the backers of the Iran nuclear deal yep. for the purpose of making the decision to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal look wiser uh, by, by uh, damning the people involved in making it happen, yep. by showing them in, in uh, nearly criminal light. And, and so obviously that opposition will go to any length. To smear anybody and the number one on their hit list would have to be Robert Mueller. Oh yeah. Can they can they succeed? Will they succeed? Do they have any ammunition? I don't know. I I just don't know yet, but I don't think so. Well at
1: least for now they don't really need any ammunition because all they have to do is make shit up, which is what they've been doing (laughs) about the Mueller (laughs) investigation from the beginning. Because now we've got you know we got Trump screaming about thirteen angry Democrats. Uh, making yeah. it seem as if this is an entire this is a democratic witch hunt and uh, and the entire Mueller investigation is staffed by angry Democrats which which could, which could no, be yeah. more ridiculous given that you know everyone involved in these investigations at, at least the top are all Republicans many of which are Trump appointed Republicans so just they don't need to be tethered to reality in order to come up with something that would be damaging to Robert Mueller right.
0: yeah, we, B- yeah because yeah, we, I and mean, we documented that
1: yeah, yeah. They're, and they're just they're just talking to their own people but I mean the other thing Thing that that really irritates me about the Schneiderman thing is the same sort of thing that irritated me about Anthony Weiner and so many others who uh, who are left leaning and who also have been caught up in the uh, in allegations from the Me Too movement is the the fact that that this is ammunition for the opposition. This is a, an mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. for people like Donald Trump Jr., uh, Trump himself, for Kellyanne Conway. This kind of stuff is Roger Stone's specialty. By yeah. It. Yeah, no doubt about that. Right. And oh, by the way, speaking of Roger Stone, I just want to mention this because I don't really have this on the uh, on the docket of things to talk about today. But it's you know, it's possible that even though Roger Stone hasn't been interviewed by Mueller, that Roger Stone might still be indicted. And in fact, the fact that he hasn't talked to Mueller makes it even
0: more possible that he'll be indicted. Bingo. Bingo. I think you're right on the money there. Uh, Yeah, there there are a lot of interesting things going on. Don't forget, I stumbled across something interesting myself this week about the Russia probe that uh, when you think it's appropriate, I'd love to share.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to definitely get into that in just a second. But, I mean, you know, Kellyanne Conway here tweeted, allegations are harrowing, violence against women, drunk with power, It's so tough to read, you must, and then she includes the link to the New Yorker piece. Suddenly, suddenly a New Yorker is no longer fake news. It's real news, enough for Kellyanne Conway to retweet it. But as far as I'm concerned, and then there's a bunch of tweets by Donald Trump Jr. that I'm not even going to read because they're barely uh, uh, illiterate. But uh, you don't get to call out Eric Schneiderman. You don't get to call out any any democrat wow. that gets caught up in these things when you work for donald trump that right. just, that yeah. eliminates your ability to to consistently call out other people when you're daily defending Jumping through all kinds of crazy spinning hoops in order to make your case in favor of Donald Trump and in favor of locker room talk and in favor of guy talk or whatever the hell they're making it out to seem with the uh, grabbing by the pussy and everything. I mean, that is you want to talk about drunk with power. That was drunk with oh, power. Yeah,
0: that's what he was saying to Billy Bush. Yep. When you're a star, they let you do it. That's called drunk it. with power. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. He's so yeah. into his own celebrity that he thinks and realizes that in yeah, because it could actually be the case that if you're a celebrity, they let you do it. If you're a star, mm-hmm. they let you get away with it. And that's what right. Donald Trump has it's done. It's hard.
0: It's hard to say which is worse. I mean, they're they're both way up there. Whether it's. Uh, uh latching on touching a woman's genitals without her permission yeah. kissing her without permission uh any of those things those are violations mm-hmm. uh without consent yeah. and, and weiners I'm sorry in Wieners, there I go <laughs> in Schneiderman's case close in Schneider's, in Schneiderman's case uh these women uh consented to being touched by him they did not consent to being physically injured yeah. which which is so which is worse, uh, <laughs> you know, touching without consent or getting consent and then beating uh, someone. <laughs> Jesus you know, both really, And then you look at Al Franken and go, what what was that all about?
1: Yeah, and, I mean, this is and, far worse than Al Franken.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, he may have, I, I still write, I still write off a lot of what Franken did as being uh, young and immature and being, and, and going for the cheap joke, yeah. you know, for being a comedian. Uh, that doesn't make what he did right. It isn't right. If in fact he did those things, I'm still not sure. I still think Roger Stone had something to do with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but 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 now we're in really serious territory. I, and yeah, uh, screw screw Schneiderman for for doing this and, and 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 for this to all happen at a time we were really. He had given us reason to believe we could count on him. Yeah, uh, and and obviously we can't. And so again, I would just say, don't trust individuals, trust but trust the institution.
1: Jesus Christ, though. I mean, you know, Elliot Spitzer was also the Attorney General of New York, and he ended up mm-hmm. going down. I mean, you you know, yeah. you you wonder yeah. what's going through the the heads of these guys, and knowing that there's a precedent, knowing that other people in that post have gone down because of similar allegations. I mean, what the fuck is Eric Snyderman thinking about? It's just, you know what? It, it not only is awful uh, what he has done, and, and if, if you believe the allegations, and, and the way he tried to excuse himself on mm-hmm, Twitter, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's just so stupid. I just so, I mean, it just speaks to his horrendous judgment. It's just like with Anthony Weiner. I mean, how dumb was this guy, not only to get caught once taking dick pics mm-hmm. and sending them around on Twitter or wherever else he was, he was doing that. But but then to do it two times, three times, and get caught uh, every single time. Then on his wife's computer. <laughs> yeah, and then ultimately Anthony Weiner comes back to haunt the fucking world because it ends up in that James Comey letter right before the election. So you right, never right. know how what kind of uh, long shadow these things are going to have. You never know what kind of blowback these things are going to have, and it just seems like this guy. This guy had the pot, had the really serious potential. And it wasn't just because of his post. It was also because this guy is a pit bull when it comes to Donald Trump. He's, all, he already, he's already won a bunch of cases against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He, he could have easily done it again. He could have easily backstopped the Michael Cohen thing. If something went haywire with Michael Cohen and that case got thrown out for whatever reason, uh, maybe uh, possibly because of uh, Donald Trump meddling in the Department of Justice, Eric Schneiderman could have easily stepped in and taken over at that point. And now, that potentially goes away now it could still happen because of course the office is still there the mm-hmm. investigatory the matters right. are still on the table and right. if you're a responsible attorney general in the state of New York then you're going to pick up the the ball and run with that so hopefully oh, yeah.
0: and i think i think they will too listen it's it's there's because of a lack of of evidence uh because of a lack of police reports, it's highly unlikely that Schneiderman would go to prison over this, uh, which is unfortunate because that would be a chance for him to learn about role-playing and rough sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. well, we can uh, we can dare to dream on this because these guys. I mean, I, I just have no quarter for them anymore, and I don't care what their no. party is. I don't care what their ideology is. I don't care what right. post they are. It, it just doesn't matter. As far if you engage in this behavior, you know you need to be you need to be sent out on an ice floe, sent out adrift, and and you need to be away from people for a long, long time. Maybe that means prison. Maybe it doesn't. I don't care. But just get away because you're ruining it for the rest of us. And then speaking of that, speaking of ruining things for, for everybody, uh, it's, it's hilarious to observe, and we'll get into this a little bit before we have to break. It's hilarious to observe how Trump is now rejecting Trumpers who are, now, who are running for office at this point. We have yeah. this big, big primary day in West Virginia and Don Blankenship as we've detailed on this show time and time again is uh, is not uh, is not a very reputable guy. He's uh, responsible for the deaths of something like 29 men who were buried alive because this guy decided he wasn't going to follow mining regulations and then he ends up uh, he's on top of all that. He's carpetbagging, he's saying racist things in his ads, he's talking about locking up Hillary Clinton in his ads and he's just a a big nothing. And, but he's running on the Trumper platform. He is a Trumper. He's, he identifies as a Trumper. He identifies as being part of that movement. And Donald Trump doesn't want anything to do with him. Donald Trump realizes, and so does Donald Trump Jr., that Trumpism will not work in the general election. This is a, in the midterm election, they know that Trumpers will fail to defeat Democrats in the general election. Otherwise, Trump and Trump Jr. wouldn't have uh, endorsed Don Blankenship's two opponents. Like, they not only endorsed one opponent; they endorsed two opponents. And by the way, if you're a Trumper listening in right now, greetings and hello. I'm telling you, Donald Trump knows that this guy is going to to lose because of the fact that this guy is acting like a uh, a clone or a copycat. Of Donald Trump, it is just staggering to observe all of that. Well, we'll see. and
0: and and it, although it's hard to believe someone less intelligent than Trump, there he is. <clears throat> Here's the deal, <clears throat> Blankenship. You're making it hard for the rest of us racists. <laughs> uh, and, and 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 really, that's what you're seeing there. And yeah, I mean, they have to know to a certain extent, or they have to wonder, oh, what inspired a candidate like that? You know, I mean, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm guessing. You know, they're they're surprised that the yeah. thing like this would happen. That some Frankenstein's monster version of the Frankenstein monster would uh, would come out of this. Gee, how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great big mystery, isn't it? The, how this <laughs> these people can
1: suddenly arise and expect to win, and then Donald Trump says, no, no, I don't think you can win. And I don't think they realize, I don't think the Trumpers realize what Donald Trump was saying when he endorsed these other two guys. I don't think they realize that Donald Trump was rejecting his own... Movement. Another soldier in that movement was rejected by the guy who created the movement.
0: That well, is- I guess, you know, of all the things that Trump is okay with in terms of corruption, he apparently draws the line at killing 29 coal miners. <laughs> uh, that's, that's all I can think of. And yeah. who thought we'd ever be laughing at that line?
1: Jesus Christ, here we are. Here we are uh, uh, in, a, uh, in a time when killing 29 coal miners is not a deal breaker for running for United States Senate.
0: In a world. (laughs)
1: That's exactly right. (laughs) Jesus Christ, these idiots. All right, so let's talk about Mother's Day. That is coming up on Sunday. You could give flowers again this Mother's Day, or you could give something that says you're thinking of her all year round. Give her fab, fit, fun. It arrives four times a year. Chock full of the latest seasonal items for home, health, beauty, and fitness. These are not makeup samples. They're full-sized products, many of which are priced higher than your cost for everything in the entire box. It's a dozen things for the price of one. And I was down at my mom's house over the weekend. We were hanging out, and she brought out her uh, FabFitFun canvas tote bag and showed me all the great items. And I was like, is that your tote bag? And then you just stuck all the items in there? And she said, no. No, I got the tote bag too. I got it was it was amazing. It's something that you can absolutely envision your mother walking around with. It's got a nice rope handle, and the canvas is has a nice uh, 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 white and blue striped pattern on there. And she opened it up, and it just like the stuff. She kept pulling it out. It was like there was yeah. a trapdoor underneath. More and more stuff. An amazing- and amazing. You said
0: you said you got all that, and she said, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah, she
1: said this is only $49.99 for a box? And I said, yeah, I mean, can you believe it? And and that is even without my code, which is B-O-B-C. If you enter that code, you can save $10 off your first box, so that makes it $39.99. I think I did the math correctly there. Try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to get the box for a life well-lived. Use the promo code BOBC to get $10 off your first box. That's just $39.99 for products valued at over $200. Again, go to FabFitFun and use my code BOBC. Again, that is BOBC to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Go do it right now.
0: Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Welcome back to our Tuesday show. Buzz Burbank from the Buzz Burbank News and Comment Podcast is here today. Hi. Uh, make sure to go shopping through our Amazon link at BobSeska.com. It's the all-caps Amazon link right beneath the logo. If you click it, it takes you to the front page of Amazon, Amazon.com. You go shopping as usual, but, you know, pick uh, we get a small commission from some of the things that you purchase, right? And it helps make this show go round. Thank you for doing that. And uh, and please, go shopping until you're dropping through our Amazon link. Okay, getting back into it here. I had a funny exchange with uh, Dana Lash from the NRA, which is surprising. I that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because usually the NRA just blocks me. I was blocked forever by NRA TV. Funny, though, they unblocked
0: me recently.
1: I don't know why mm-hmm. that is, but it was...
0: It's, they, need, they need all the friends they can get at this point. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. They're like, Jesus, God, this, you know, we don't have anyone who supports us. Maybe we'll just get some of our enemies in, and that'll make us look like we're more popular or something. Uh, but I ended up getting into it with Dana Lash because she was tweeting something to the effect of, uh, of how all of us gun control people uh, hate the fact that Ollie North is now the new president of the NRA. And I, I, just, I quote tweeted her, and I said, well, I, for one, don't give a rat's ass. I don't care who runs your little gun club. And of right. course, she then responded, see, you do care. You care because you answered. And I, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, no, no. you said You said that people like me would be freaked out. And I'm telling you that I actually don't care. And I literally do not care. And then it was like, well, you do care. And then all of her minions start chiming in at that point. He's, stalk- oh, sure. He's stalking you. They're yelling at me. He's stalking at you. Sick burn. And I'm getting all this sick burn memes because <laughs> right. Dana Lash somehow said that uh, that I actually do care when, in fact, yeah. my statement was that I don't care. This is I a- don't
0: get that, but I don't tend to follow their logic to begin with.
1: Right, and I said, I still don't care i don't care and and dana 's minions say so that proves you do care, and then I, at that point, I just walked away because i i really honest to god don't care and two I'm not going to talk to people who don't understand words. When you tell right, me right, that I'm right, going exactly. to, care, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you tell me that I do care, you, and, then I yeah, back, yeah. Yeah, and then I tell you back, yeah. Then I tell you back that no, 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 I don't care. And they say, well, you, yeah, see, that proves you do care, and that yeah. is that is the gaslighting. They want to make us all feel insane. Right.
0: And right, and they are they are vortices, and don't let them yeah. suck you in. That's that would be my advice. But yep. yeah, you know, I not only don't care that Ollie North is uh, <laughs> the new president of the of the NRA, uh, I am uh, mildly amused that they chose a gun runner. Yeah, uh, you know, so <laughs> yeah, it is appropriate. I mean, it kind of uh-huh. works. He's,
1: you know, we we've got a a gun runner who is hired by a, a marketing and advertising firm called the NRA marketing right. the most handguns as they you know trying to sell as many right. handguns as they can or other kinds of guns semi-automatic rifles etc and they they've hired this guy to be president of the NRA which has been receiving all kinds of money from Russia, so it right. all it all kind of fits in together. Get some crooks in with the crooks and the oligarchs. That makes perfect sense but- I,
0: I couldn't you know I can't describe how I felt uh, what is it two three months ago when I first read that the NRA was under FBI investigation for uh, funneling money from Russia to the Trump campaign. I thought Oh, this is great. And you know, and we got the National Enquirer and Fox involved. Maybe they'll just all go down the drain together. You know, I get I get and 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 it always I'm always surprised slash not surprised when I see how connected everything is. Yeah.
1: And ultimately though, it doesn't matter to me who's running the show over there. It's still that horrendous climate of of not only taking money from Russia, but also just and, and this is my Ongoing thesis about the NRA, Mm. they just they cloak themselves in the Second Amendment. But in reality, the Second Amendment is nothing but a marketing tactic. It is a marketing tool, a weapon for them with which to use in order to sell as many fucking guns as they can that is what the nra does it is a marketing and research firm and people like dana lash and ted nugent and ollie north and don bongino and the whole crowd at nra tv they're all they're all mascots they're all like the mcdonald land characters from the mcdonald's commercials they're the hamburglar and ronald mcdonald and grimace and all the rest of them the fry guys they're they're the fry guys of the gun industry and their goal is to you know the the McDonaldland characters sell as many hamburgers to children as possible. And in the case of the NRA, sell as many guns to rubes and rednecks as possible. So that's that's the, yeah, that's how those things all link up. And that's the way you really should be looking at the NRA and which the NRA supporters don't even... Re- really realize that that they're just being marketed to. They're not being supported. They're not, you know, they're not supporting the integrity of the Second Amendment. They're exploiting the Second Amendment to sell you as many guns as you feel like purchasing on any given day.
0: Exactly. So That's that was purpose.
1: my uh, that was my annoying exchange with Dana Lash, in which she <laughs> she tells me that I care, and I tell her I don't care, and she says, "See, you really do care." And I go, not
0: What? You can't You can't argue with that," as they say. By the way, you were you were Robert. correct. You were correct in your prediction. Uh, Trump was about 15 minutes late in beginning his yeah. remarks about Iran. I uh, have been monitoring them, uh, and I have uh, quotes from the, his prepared remarks in front of me. Okay, uh, uh, including today, we have definitive proof that this Iranian promise was a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he said the deal, and this is not true. But Trump said, of course. But Trump said the deal allowed Iran to continue enriching uranium and over time, reach the brink of a nuclear blackout. Uh, no, whatever that, no, whatever that no, means.
1: No, no, no and, that's and, true. And, and, and,
0: and he's he's continued to call them, and, and to, the, to a large extent, this is true. Uh, state sponsors of terrorism to further justify his decision to pull out of what is essentially a, a nuclear peace deal.
1: Yeah, what you want are state sponsors of terrorism with their hands on nuclear weapons. <laughs> that's what we really need right. to manifest right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's the other thing we haven't said. There is no Plan B. Yeah, no. there's no plan. Hey, no, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna do instead of the Iran nuclear agreement? Oh, uh, we hadn't thought of that yet. Uh, and that's and that's where plus question mark equals profit. And that's that's where we are. And, yeah. and that's the that's the administration. But again, n- never mind the threat of nuclear destruction for a moment. Uh, the U.S. no longer has standing. It's no longer a trusted world leader. It nope. just isn't. No, nope. it's over as yep. of today. Here's Plan B, Buzz: is invasion.
1: Plan B is attack Iran. That's what they've been wanting to do forever. John Bolton's in. John Bolton and his mustache are screaming at Donald Trump every day. We have to go in, Mr. President. We have to attack. We have to attack. We have to bomb them. Bomb, bomb, bomb Mm -hmm. Iran. And that's what they want to do. And so I think what we're going to see possibly over the next six months, and and I keep, and again, I, I shouldn't necessarily be doing this, but... Old habits die hard. I go back to historical precedent. What has happened in the past that can inform what's going Sucker. to happen in the future? I know. I'm just so dumb <laughs> when it comes to, you know, things like history. But uh, here's what they're going to do. Remember in 2002, 2000 right? the 2002 midterms hinged entirely on Making Democrats seem as if they're against or they're in league with Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden. If these Democrats, including a Democrat by the name of Max Cleland, who was a United States senator from the state of Georgia, this guy uh, left three limbs, not one, not two, three limbs in Vietnam. He left them there. He's wheelchair bound for life because he, you know, he had limbs amputated because he was wounded in Vietnam. The George W. Bush administration and Karl Rove painted this guy as the most unpatriotic turncoat traitorous bastard that you could ever possibly imagine by putting out ads in which they're linking Max Cleland, again, a guy who left three limbs in Vietnam, to Saddam Hussein, to Osama bin Laden, to Gaddafi, and to all of our enemies at the time, to the axis of evil, if you will. And so... It seems to me as if they're setting up a pretext again to invade sure. Iran and what, sure. will, what will benefit them in the upcoming midterms is, of course... The whole patriotic thing. Are you going to support Iran, even though they're getting ready to put together nuclear weapons in order to bomb Israel, in order to nuke Israel, in order to nuke uh, American allies in the Middle East and American troops in the Middle East who are still stationed there in, in Iraq and elsewhere? And that could very well be a pretext for their midterm strategy. This could be. 2002, all over again. Any Democrat that's, who doesn't support X and Y is yeah. going to be unpatriotic, is going to be treasonous and that, with yeah. the terrorists or whatever they're that, saying, right? That-
0: that's that's Plan B. You yeah. could release a book called "One Nation Under Fear." Um, <laughs> hey, that's a fantastically awful idea because the the or, first
1: time uh, around didn't do so well. So <laughs> uh, I
0: don't. Know. I'd read it. I still okay. have my copy. All but right. uh, here you have uh, the, the current president's national security advisor, John Bolton, yeah. uh, pushing intelligence that Iran is uh, needs to be invaded. Yeah, and this is the same guy who pushed the intelligence that Iraq needed to be invaded. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for y'all? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, I, I, and here here we go again. And, you know, Trump himself had railed against uh, invading Iraq. He He's now, has the ear, or the, the, Bolton has his ear, uh, the same guy who provided the Iraq intelligence that got us into oh, the war Jesus. that Trump has condemned. Jesus uh, Christ. You know, so it's, the world is, is just upside down yeah, in that regard. It really is. Uh, but again, to me, the top story is America loses place in world leadership today.
1: And so at this point, we know that uh, that Trump has already announced. Has he made the announcement that we're pulling out? Is that we're going to reinstate the sanctions? Is that what we know uh, at this I point?
0: I am checking now. I, you know, I'm not seeing... Uh, I think, to a large extent, the news organizations believed that they had covered it when they said they'd gotten confirmation that that's what he was going to say. Uh, I'm going to check and see here. I actually closed it if he's still speaking.
1: I'm looking here on Twitter. Aaron Rupar is reporting that Trump is both somber and slurring his words during uh his Iran deal speech. He's bashing Iran, which he describes as a regime of great terror geez okay i mean you know even uh hardcore opponents of the iran deal in my twitter feed people who Uh oppose the iran deal from the beginning are saying that it's madness to pull out of it now i mean john schindler tom nichols these guys bash that iran deal from the moment from the word go from the moment that was announced they said this is a terrible idea because they're clearly going to violate it but they're saying you know pulling out of it now is just going to make things far, far worse than staying in. I mean, not having the deal, I mean, right. may, maybe the deal has gaps in it, sure. But you know what? Not having the deal is just one big, gigantic gap. This, I mean, <laughs>
0: This is just like Obamacare. Yeah. Uh, Obamacare is bad. The Iran nuclear deal is bad. Right. We're, we're going to kill Obamacare. Uh, we're going to pull out of the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, mm. What are plan B for either of those things? Well, we don't have that. Yep. Uh, and you know, I mean, oh my God! And, and uh, among the, I know you pay a lot of attention to the polls and get disheartened by them. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I know you're disheartened by the forty percent or whatever, mm-hmm. the forty, maybe even forty two. Oh, yeah. uh, but but looking at the numbers over the last uh, several months. Trump's numbers have not wavered be outside of the 40 to 42 range. And as I had said on this show before and still believe you'll never see that number go over 42, yeah. 42.1 is where I'll because that's where it's been. But you'll never. I don't think you'll ever see it go over that. Trump's base is locked in. It doesn't get any smaller, but it doesn't get any bigger. Meanwhile, the resistance, uh, the number of Americans opposed to Trump, disapproving of Trump, the disapproval numbers are still at record numbers. And it isn't just your average, you know, and approve. It's more than that. It's an active disapproval. It's people marching and signing and volunteering and, and calling and campaigning and paying attention to politics. And uh, so it, this is a different kind of disapproval than we've seen before. It's big and it's v- far more meaningful than anything we've seen before in that regard, so i you know i'm 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 encouraged about that i I don't think all is lost. And fortunately, that election is now just six months away. All
1: right. So, Aaron Rupar is really emphasizing that Trump is struggling to get the, the words out. He appears his, uh-huh. his mouth is super dry. It's like the, the Jerusalem remarks all over again when he said, God bless you and God bless the United States. That whole speech. It sounds like he's doing it again. And you're not going to be able to hear this, Buzz, but I'm just going to pot up the sound on my uh, computer screen and see if we can hear a all little right. bit of this. Because if he's slurring his words, I got to hear this. We cannot prevent an Iranian nuclear bomb under the decaying and rotten structure of the current agreement. Yeah, Iran- yeah, it, sound, yeah it really sounds like he's struggling. It sounds like yeah, he's either well, got the, the dry mouth again yeah. or something with his, uh, with his teeth. I mean, who, I, his, his, I'm his hearing- tongue was swelled up or something. I don't know.
0: I, I'm hearing old man dry mouth. Uh, you hear his teeth are sticking to the sides of his mouth, yeah. making a clicking or smacking noise.
1: That, that could be. It says appears that his uh, mouth is super dry. That we cannot prevent yeah. Yeah, an Iranian weird. nuclear bomb, bomb under the yeah. decaying bomb. and rotten structure but see, what's track. funny is he, he's not doing things that are indicative of of a dry mouth. It's like he can't say certain words. And that leads me to believe that it's something wrong with the articulation of his mouth. Like he can't actually now, move I'm, the components I'm not, of it. I'm
0: not, I'm not seeing it. I'm just seeing... Yeah. He, this is, to me, how he always talks. Okay. I don't think he's used to talking that much at a time. It's usually, I think, mostly grunts and clicks. <laughs> and God bless the United Church.
1: Well, uh, you were mentioning polling just a second ago. new CNN yes. poll say 63% of um, American voters oppose Trump pulling out of the Iran deal. But right. uh, but they say Trump's base. Right. Oh, the Trump's base will love this. Uh, well, yeah. the people who approve of Trump oppose pulling out of the Iran deal, yeah.
0: 48
1: to 46. So they're split. Uh, white non-college educated uh, voters oppose it by 58 to 32. So the, uh, the white non-college guys are against pulling out of the Iran deal, and yet he's doing it anyway. Over 65 voters oppose it, 59 to 31. Conservatives, 47 47. So no one is on Trump's side on this except for... You know, his, like a, yeah, a minority of people, yeah.
0: Right. Butch and the gang. Uh, because, again, <laughs> this, is, this is the schoolyard. What it was, schoolyard bullies don't care what most of the school thinks of them. Yeah. As long as they're getting laughs and egging on from their gang, from their, their people, they don't care that most of the school hates them because they've got their support there. Yep. And uh, so it goes with Trump and Trump is being i guess faithful to them because he feels they're faithful to to him. Uh he's he's playing to that that base and uh that base is a minority that is not nearly as motivated as the majority of Americans. Who disapprove?
1: I think, you know what? I think, Buzz, they're confused. I think they're confused uh-huh. by messaging yeah, they are. now. Because if they are. Trump's saying one thing, and then another candidate starts running for the United States Senate in West Virginia, Don Blankenship, uh-huh. uh, and then Trump says, well, no, don't vote for that guy, even though he's a Trumper, even though he's basically running on my platform. Don't vote for him. Vote for the establishment guy. Well, of course, smoke's going to start shooting out of their ears like Uncle Fester, and they're going to get frustrated,
0: yeah. and they're going to become disillusioned. Do, yeah. Or they'll just do what he says like they normally. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. yeah, so, so right. there's that.
1: You know, let's take <laughs> uh, one last break and then we'll come back and talk about uh, Melania Trump and then we'll get into mm-hmm. uh, Russia as well right after these words. Okay.
3: Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh,
1: let me ask you a question. You've gotten anything for your dad for Father's Day yet? Oh, balls. Yeah, I totally forgot too. No, I mean I got him oh,
3: balls soap. Bubble Genius makes soap that look like golf balls and smell like fresh-cut grass in metal buckets. Get out of town. He's crazy for the golf. Don't forget your dad this Father's Day. Bubble Genius has balls and more for the first man in your life.
0: BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Yes, it is. Welcome back. It's our Tuesday show. Hi, how are you? Um, All right, Melania Trump has a new thing going on. uh, She's
0: got to have something to do.
1: I know. She introduced her new... uh, What is it? Be best. I, I'm having trouble be saying be it because yeah, because it doesn't make any grammatical
0: sense. It, no, but, no. It's not be your best. It's not be the best. It's just be best. And what struck me immediately about that <laughs> is I that's how I would expect that statement to be made by someone who just arrived from Eastern Europe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think be so. Best. Yeah. Well we <laughs> have a uh we have a couple of clips here from her remarks yesterday in case you uh in case you haven't heard any of it, here's uh, here's Trump or no, Melania Melania Trump talking about her new be best campaign.
2: Oh, what's new, Well, uh, This morning I heard a very good joke from oh. my cousin Basi. Wait a second. De- That's not.
1: I,
0: I played the wrong clip. I think. Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob, I don't think that's Bob, right. we we don't make we don't make fun of immigrants uh, in this country. We we separate them from their children at the border. That's
1: right, and we take away their health care. That's what we do. here. Right,
0: exactly. By the way, I and I hate to we'll get right back on this, but uh, breaking news: Trump has quit the nuclear Iran deal, but uh, taking it a step farther because you know that wasn't enough. Oh no, he says that. Uh, It's uh, – that this is a chance for new sanctions to go forward against Iran and and a move that will actually cripple the agreement for other countries. He says the U.S. will not be held hostage to nuclear blackmail, which is what he calls – the Iran nuclear deal. So yeah, this certainly lays the stage for Bolton's war. Yep. Meanwhile, back in the Rose Garden, <laughs> <laughs> I know Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump obviously not
1: following the advice of right. uh, his wife because he's, Anyone, he's being yeah. awful right now and not right not right. be best. I don't know how you would even put that grammatically, but <laughs> okay. So this the big news to come out of this is not just that uh, Melania Trump, the wife of Donald Trump, the biggest cyber bullier in the history of the world. Right. It's not just that. It's not just that whole contradiction there. The glaring contradiction that uh, Donald Trump uses Twitter as a cudgel to beat the shit out of people. Uh, It's it's also that Melania Trump and her staff copied verbatim. I mean, literally copy paste Uh the uh, Obama administration's FTC report on the same thing. It's the exact same mm-hmm. paperwork uh, with a couple of graphics swapped out with an an additional introduction by Melania Trump at the beginning with her picture in
0: there. This is the second occasion upon which she and or her staff have been caught plagiarizing from the Obama administration last time directly from Michelle. Why
1: is this happening i don't
0: understand how they look at this and go hey you know
1: what we're gonna get away with this this is gonna be great we're just gonna copy and paste what the uh, obama guys did and you can put your nobody's name on gonna
0: it. notice nobody looked at that original brochure and yet somebody Jesus did Christ. But, but see and, and even and all this is very interesting bob except for a while she was in the rose garden yeah doing this thing this you know uh, cyberbullying opioids and uh, uh, being uh, physical and mental well-being for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, individually, those are noble goals. They're barely connected, so it's a rather odd uh, situation of uh, three different sorts of things. But that's her program, and you know, bless her heart and good luck with it. Uh, but it, it, to me, it was just a smokescreen yep. for what was going on inside the White House because <laughs> at that same time, uh, Jeff Sessions was announcing that uh, yep. the new official U.S. policy would be separating parents and children from undocumented people arriving at the border, and at the same time, uh, Trump proposing cutting an additional uh, seven million or seven billion dollars. I have to check that seven billion, billion dollars from uh, I, something I know is important to you, and that's the Child Health Insurance Program or CHIP, as you referred to it for so very long on this show and online.
1: Yeah, yeah. $5 billion would come from the Children's Health Insurance Fund, which reimburses states for certain expenses. $2 billion mm-hmm. would come from the Child Enrollment Contingency Fund, meant to ensure states uh, have access to funds where there's a higher-than-expected r- enrollment in the CHIP program.
0: Yeah, this all is one all- case where you definitely don't pay attention to what they're saying yep. in the Rose Garden, what Melania and her lovely, tasteful suit were saying in the in the Rose Garden, <laughs> Uh, instead, focus on Jeff Sessions saying we're going to make it policy. It is now policy to separate parents and children at the border, and we're by the way we're cutting seven million billion dollars from uh, the child health insurance program because we care about, as Melania put it, the physical and mental well being of the kids.
1: Right. Once again, uh, here's an here's an actual clip. I'm not play around anymore. But here's an actual clip of Melania Trump. <laughs> sure. So sure. Of- oh wait, that's the wrong clip. <laughs> Sorry, I did it again, stupid, I, stupid I, me.
0: I didn't fall for it, Bob. <laughs> there are
3: too many critical issues facing children today. So the three main pillars of Be Best will include well-being, social media use, Wrong. and opioid abuse.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, that's, that's the first part. I just will play this other, uh, other soundbite, because, again, you got to think about who her goddamn monster of a husband is.
3: As we all know, social media can be both positively and negatively affect on our children.
1: Mm-hmm. But too
3: often, it used in negative ways. <laughs> when children learn positive online behaviors early uh-huh. on, uh-huh. social media can be used in productive ways and can affect positive change. <laughs> I do believe that children should be both seen and heard. <laughs> and it is our responsibility as adults to educate and remind them that when they are using their voices, whether verbally or online, they must choose their words wisely and speak with respect and compassion.
1: And, and make sure if they grab them by the pussy that they're a celebrity. You gotta have yeah. to be a celebrity I, in order to get away I, with it. I,
0: I think, and I've heard that she's doing a certain amount of this. People have asked her, you know don't you think this is sort of in conflict with the fact that your husband is king of all cyber bullies <laughs> and and what we're kind of hearing from her people is she really doesn't much care about that that she's gonna speak for what she thinks is right. I think uh, her heart is in the right place yeah it just too. all it just all it's not first of all, you know it's not going anywhere, and that nothing will come of it. Uh, and and secondly, it rings uh, and most importantly, rings hollow in this administration.
1: Yeah, and again, I, I completely agree with you. I think that, and I I've been very hesitant. And in the Lautke clip from Taxi, notwithstanding, I've been very you know hands off when it comes to uh, Melania yeah. Trump. I think she's yeah. uh,
0: unless she's part of the sm- unless she knows she's part of the smoke screen. I mean, that's what we do not know. Yeah, uh, is she be has she been used and and. I mean, in some ways, and uh, I think Rachel said, you know they were the 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 rest of the White House was stabbing her in the back while she was trying to launch her program. I, I don't see it that way. I see them as using her as a smoke screen while they got away with the stuff they wanted to do, and uh, the question is, did she know she was being used as a smoke screen or did she not and in the end does it really matter?
1: Yeah, a lot of people have said she's a uh, she's an accomplice to Trumpism mm-hmm. and all of that. And I I, I don't actually believe that she's an accomplice. I believe that she's a hostage. I think she's a hostage <laughs> yeah, to yeah, a prenup yeah. that she I bet she wishes she didn't have to sign. But maybe right. I'm just superimposing on all that. I, I have I have no idea. But I do know that this plays into the ongoing theme of gaslighting, where we're get, we're hearing one thing, they're doing something else, they're telling us what we're thinking, even though we're not, and we deny and then they say we are it's just it's it's making us all insane and you can trace it all back and i think there's an article about that floating around right now as we speak with regard to putin basically making america crazy right now and it's (laughs) and it's trump uh, obviously working as an agent of of putin and of the kremlin and and this is making us insane i I, agree
0: and i think it's intentional i i I laughed at first but it was that nervous sort of laugh. You know, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think this was exactly his goal, and I think he couldn't be happier about it.
1: Yeah, and we're seeing all kinds of illegal illegal activity taking place. We're seeing uh, uh, private investigation firms hired to discredit and disparage uh, Obama administration officials, for God's sake. Can you imagine if the uh-huh. Obama team did the same to the George W. Bush administration? <laughs> these right. are These are trends, and these are traditions, whether y- you want to— you know, think of them as a tradition. Traditions you usually think of, oh, Christmas time. We all do, get together on Christmas Eve and we open our presents. Those kind of traditions. These are bad, 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 yes. bad, bad traditions being established.
0: Horrible. If they become, if they become traditions, and, yeah. and you know, we don't know. I, I would like to think and and hold out considerable hope that that will stop here. Um... And, uh, but but yeah, the, the the Mueller investigation goes on, and and I know we're running out of time. I'm really eager. So yeah, to let's share. let's get into this. Yeah, this is my exclusive. Now I was going to say this for my show, and I thought, well, that's no, that's stupid. I need to share this with Bob's audience. <laughs> okay. So Bob, you and 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 this audience get this first. And it's not like I'm going to win a Pulitzer Prize for this. Uh, this is like um, when uh, two guys accidentally co-mingled their food stuffs. Uh, <laughs> one of them got apparently a peanut butter and the other one's chocolate and the other one got chocolate. That's sort of how I came across this. It was an accident. When I, when I go through um, newspapers and other reliable sources and mm-hmm. uh, drag headlines to specific stories out onto my computer desktop, I, I put them in sort of groups or stacks that seem to be related somehow. And yeah. quite by accident, I put these two things together. Bob, these are from different days, okay? different locations, Different news sources, and I don't know of any other media or reportage that has linked these two things together.
1: Okay, but let's let's you, have it. You're
0: about to see how they they do. Uh, we we just learned this past week that m- the Mueller team has interviewed uh, one of Trump's very bestest friends, Tom Barrack. Yeah, who, who also uh, organized the inauguration. He was the chairman of the inaugural committee, and then we also learned separately. Different newspaper, different day, uh, different time, uh, some distance apart, uh, that Mueller, at around the same time he would talked to Tom Barrack, also spoke with Victor Vexelberg, <coughs> who is, is the close friend of a different president, Vladimir Putin. Oh, my God. Interesting. So now, so now you, got, you got Mueller talking to uh, Trump's best friend, and you got him talking to Putin's best friend, and uh, Trump's best friend set up the inauguration – and guess who attended the inauguration? Victor Vexelberg. Victor Vexelberg. Holy so shit! That means Trump, that, that means Mueller is also investigating what went down at the inauguration.
1: Jesus Christ! That is amazing because what we're talking about with the with regard to the inauguration are uh-huh. millions and millions of dollars of All unaccounted right. for money there uh, of contributions that we don't know where the hell that money went. And right. they still won't give us a straight answer on that. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, what if all of these things are, you know, connected? That That's an amazing series of uh, of uh, of connections there between, uh, yeah. between yeah. all it, of these it, people. It,
0: it really is because separately they really didn't mean very much. I saw yeah. a journalist had drawn from one of the stories that it appeared that Mueller was looking into the inauguration because he had spoken to, I presume, Tom Barrack. I'd have to go back and check that. But uh, the fact that uh, this was a subject that had been brought up, and and that uh, we should discover simultaneously that Tom Barrack and Victor, Victor Vexelberg had been simultaneously <laughs> interviewed by <laughs> Mueller, uh, and that they'd both been at the at the inauguration, and that they were both good friends of these two presidents. Uh, and one of the presidents happened to be from Russia, that this was all very interesting and probably significant. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you know what? We also
1: uh, learned this week that uh, that it took Donald Trump four hours to uh-huh. get through two Mueller questions during rehearsals. Yes.
0: Yeah, I heard that. I read it's, that. Yeah. It's a,
1: in an informal four-hour practice session, Mr. Trump's lawyers were only able to walk him through Two questions, given the frequent interruptions on national security matters, along with Mr. Trump's loquaciousness. Well, isn't that a kind way to put it? One person familiar with the matter said Trump's lawyers say have set a May 17th deadline, the one year anniversary of Mueller's appointment to decide whether the president should sit down for questioning by the special counsel. Uh, If Trump decides not to grant Mueller an involuntary or voluntary interview, it could prompt the special counsel to subpoena him. And of course, we learned also this week that uh, Rudy Giuliani, yeah, Rudy's new music. uh, Rudy says that Trump doesn't have to submit to a subpoena (laughs) that uh, he can just he can walk away and ignore it if he wants to. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me with Rudy's interview with George Stephanopoulos on on this week on Sunday was when Rudy, Rudy said, the fangs. "Yeah, yeah, the fangs, That was one of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And when he leaned over and sucked uh, uh, George Stephanopoulos' carotid artery, that was kind of weird. <laughs> um, he said, "We're still working on those facts. We're still yeah, right. we're still working on the facts. Why would they sure. be? Wor- well, how do you work on?" facts it sounds like what what he's saying is that they're busily inventing facts right well
0: this is the gang that couldn't shoot straight and they you know they they of course it sounds bad i think what he meant to say was get up to speed you know uh, get all the facts assembled he had something he has not uh, completed doing yet apparently yeah uh but but yeah you're absolutely right it sounds like they are making them up and They just make... Trump and his lawyers always make things worse for Trump.
1: Yeah, everyone makes (laughs) things worse for Trump. I mean, Don Blankenship (laughs) is making things worse for Trump. Trumpism. Trumpers are making things worse for Trump. Who knew? Y-
0: y- who knew that would come back and bite them later?
1: Yeah, totally. You get the impression that this whole fucking thing was a goddamn disaster from the beginning. I, I oh, think sure. it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, Christ. it's again, it's stupid Watergate. It's crime by stupid people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. These are the dumbest criminals in the history of dumb criminals. I always go back to that that morning zoo uh, bit that used to be very popular, <laughs> where you'd read, you know, all the kicker stories about dumb crooks who like sign their ransom right. note on the back of a blank check that has their name on the other side
0: shit like that now it's on the front page
1: now it's on the front (laughs) page now no longer kicker stories it's the president of the united states Mm -hmm, who's the mm -hmm. dumbest crook in the history of dumb crooks it is just staggering to behold on a daily basis
0: all right a marketing genius
1: yeah lots of stuff to talk to i mean talk about i mean holy god i haven't even gotten to the Stormy daniels thing in uh in the daily beast today where she actually takes a little bit of time to describe Donald Trump's dick,
0: which... Oh, good. I look forward to that. I know everyone's
1: <laughs> everyone's anxiously anticipating that conversation. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Um, so we're going to talk about that coming up next. Also, uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is just... Uh, I'll just read this. I'll just mention this now. Uh-huh. Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee are going to be releasing a trove of 3,000 Russian-linked Facebook ads uh, later this week. Okay. So, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to sure. seeing the, all the ones that
0: are familiar, the ones that I saw yeah. flying around Facebook. Remember? We can all see if we recognize any, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, well, so we talked a little bit more about Stormy Data, some Trump tweets, and then, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, John McCain is, uh, oh, yes. is doing the right thing. <laughs> i yes. glad to see that.
0: That's interesting.
1: All that and more is coming up on the Postmortem Show. We, we start recording that right as this music finishes playing, but it can only be heard on our Patreon page. You can find our Patreon page by going to bobseska.com. Just beneath the logo, right next to the Amazon link, is the all-caps Patreon link, which takes you right to our Patreon page. Go there, sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. Depending on which tier you choose, you get all kinds of uh, fun bonus content that goes along with the show and an entire community of people who listen to this show that you can communicate and shoot the shit with and talk about different things that you loved or hated about the show. So go and do that right now. Uh, let's see Some uh, some plugs here At the end of the show Buzz Burbank of course Can be found at Buzzburbank.com Also realmnetwork.com And on Twitter At, at Michael J. Elston uh, Mark and Lowell Are found at Realmnetwork.com Jody Hamilton At from-the-bunker.com Jackie Scheckner's at InvestigateRussia.org I imagine she's Kind of busy today <laughs> uh, Stephanie Miller shows at StephanieMiller.com Kimberly Johnson's Podcast is found At patreon.com Start me up She's got a brand new Yay. Podcast coming up Tomorrow david ferguson is facebook.com slash compromat band and he's got a new podcast that he just started over on patreon and jen kirkman's tour dates can be found at jenkirkman.com. and also you can listen to this here show at uh, littlegreenfootballs.com thanks to our good friend charles johnson all right that's our show today we will see you on the post-mortem show folks bye-bye